welcome to the January 2022 Business Coaching Topic here at Miles Better Business Coaching. My name is Colin Miles, aka The Numbers Guy, and this month's question is how to overcome adversity in your business and business life. Well, there's always going to be times when your business goes through tough times, whether it's because of the wider economy or through poor decisions that you have perhaps made. But whether the decision is made for you or because of you, learning how to deal with adversity and how to adapt and come out the other side stronger and a better outlook is a key importance to the success of your business and even your personal life. In this month's uh, tip, I'm going to highlight some of my experiences and some ideas um, that the key factors in overcoming adversity and having greater business success. I've used them many times in my career, as is like in life. I've had my ups and my downs, but the fact I have six action points to focus on has helped me. Working through adversity is one of the best development experiences, one that better prepares you for success in the future. While everyone goes through the same hardship, you never realise it's building valuable personal and professional skills. You only have to ask Richard Branson or James Dyson for their thoughts on that. Tip number one is PMA, the key to maintaining a positive mental attitude. No matter what has happened or is going to happen, it isn't likely to be the end of the world. Now that's easy for me to say, I hear you say. It will make, it will at the time feel like the end of the world, I'm sure. But if you surround yourself with a supportive tribe of advisors and friends, then a problem shared is often a problem halved. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. Choosing not to let negative thoughts rule your life will have a huge impact on your ability to move forward and view your future with optimism and hope. Some tips to help you with this approach is to run videos of success in your head when you feel things are pulling you down and away from your goal. A great story told to me by an Olympian once is how the uh, 100 metre runners and many Olympians face their race. They're totally focused on the image in their head of them, or the video running in their head of them breaking through the finish line and heading over towards the timer scoreboard going world record today. Uh, does this happen every time? No, but what a great video image to be running when you're looking to achieve your goals. And the same can happen in your personal life, have successes, perhaps when you're feeling good. If you run those videos, uh, they're going to help you. Number two is maintaining composure. It's important that even if you feel like panicking, that you don't. Take a deep breath and remain calm. Stop, think and then act. The night is always followed by a new day and with that new opportunities, panicking and believing the world is over is going to help no one. Some specific tips include don't let your emotions become obstacles. Recognise the emotion, but don't let the feelings overcome you. If you need to take a breather to reset, excuse yourself from the situation or stop what you're doing and revisit it when you're not overly emotional. Number two, don't take things personally. That's again hard uh, when we're so invested as entrepreneurs. Always keep business separate from yours and other personal lives. Employees take their cues from the leaders, so set a positive example if you have staff. Be accountable. Your behaviour and communication as a business leader and entrepreneur must always be exemplary. People are watching even when you don't think they are. Communicate wisely. Listen as much as, uh, or if not more, than you speak. A great saying is we have two ears and one mouth. 
let's use the same ratio. Take the time to weigh what each person says before you respond. Be decisive. As entrepreneurs, we need to make decisions, but don't show or respond with doubt. Leaders are able to make the tough calls while still remaining in control if we think about the things I've mentioned earlier. And retaining your perspective. You're likely to be in the same position as your employees at one time or you've ex other people have experienced the same issues. So by understanding about the struggles and listening to other people and communicating, you stand a better chance of a competing, sorry, <laughs> of maintaining, that's the better word, your composure. Why is composure so important? Well, why should it matter for you to maintain composure through adversity? Well, you're the boss, right? So in short, composure matters because at the end of the day, it's not about you, it's about your business. It's about the success of your company. Many compo maintaining composure as a professional in the workplace is important because as a leader, as an entrepreneur, you're one of the key examples and influences of the creativity, innovation, vision, respect, loyalty and work ethic necessary to drive your business forward. Any lapse in composure in your professionalism affects your credibility as a leader, which has a negative effect on your company's workplace culture and ultimately hurts your business. And even if you're a single sole trader entrepreneur, you need to have that integrity, you need to have that creativity and working with other people, suppliers and clients, you need to remain professional and keep your composure. Number three is remember the bigger picture. It's always important to remember the bigger picture of what you're trying to achieve as an entrepreneur and in your business or what you're trying to achieve during a specific task. Not getting bogged down in the detail and taking a step back can sometimes be all it needs to refocus and remember why you're doing what you're doing. A couple of tips here. One, allocate the time to thinking. This might sound obvious, but it's amazing how infrequently we actually do this. It allows yourself to do what's next on your to-do list. You'll never find the time to think about the bigger picture and there will always be something that feels more urgent. So calendar management is very key. Put it in your calendar, maybe at the end of the day, maybe at the beginning of the day, but it also helps break the brain from the day-to-day -day routine. I tend to do mine on a Friday um, and I allocate it as a marketing um, brainstorming day. Sometimes it will get stolen, but other times it's at least in my calendar as the day I need to do things. Get a buddy. Once you've allocated time to thinking, you'll likely come across a stumbling block. It's hard to just sit down and say to yourself, OK, think the classic writer's block. Well, the best ideas often bubble up through the course of a conversation. So it's valuable to find another person to think with and bounce ideas back and forth. We'll explore that more in the next point when we talk about perhaps a mentor. And number three for the bigger picture is pick specific goals. Unpacking your big picture thinking into a handful of specific goals will make it much more accountable. I love the phrase, how do you eat an elephant? In bite-sized chunks. Great example. If you want to redesign your product, breaking down this ambition into maybe more specific actions that have a finite timeline are going to help. For an example, I want to write a draft for a product roadmap over the next two years, broken up into a hierarchy of themes as we try and narrow it down. Because two years is a big slot. It's a big time frame. But if we broke down where we want to be on the signposts of success as we move along, that's going to be so much better. Boys, don't be ashamed to ask for help. A battle is never won on its own. 
Remember, there's no shame in asking for help or advice. And as entrepreneurs, we're terrible at doing that. We feel that we can have to do everything ourselves. Use the experience and skills of others who've gone through similar experiences. And also use the knowledge of experts in areas you may not understand. Reaching out to those who are skilled and highly supportive can be sometimes all that is needed to overcome adversity when it comes to a win or lose situation. Prioritising your needs, figure out right now what you need the, help, the most help with can get you on your entrepreneurial journey again. Focus first on self-awareness to get an inventory of your strengths and weaknesses. Think about your most significant pain point and the highest priority. Now you know where you need the most help. This is usually a relatively simple exercise and it makes sense to do this often as your answers will change certainly over time. Find mentors who are relevant to your needs. So many entrepreneurs, as I've said, try to be jack of all trades and master of none. I'm a founding member of the On Point Mentors, and so if you're looking for a mentor, then let me know, as we have a wide range of life mentors, business mentors, with specific skills that can help. Um, join a group or network, another sort of way. If you don't feel you want a specific mentor, then often groups can help tremendously. The power of a network that wants uh, to help i.e. they want to help you, is amazing. Again, as a founding member of the Mastermind City uh, group, uh, this is an ideal location to find like-minded people. And details of both On Point Mentors and Mastermind City coming across the screen as we speak. Five is try again and then try again. If you fall off the horse, you're supposed to jump straight back on. A simple yet so powerful a message. This links back all the way to the PMA point from earlier, positive mental attitude, playing those videos. But don't quit if times get tough. Continue to do all you can, learn from your mistakes and bend like a reed and adapt at that pivot point and try something new to come back stronger than ever. To quote Einstein, a people who never made a mistake have never really tried anything new. But one I like better from him is insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So we need to try things and expect them to fail to allow us as entrepreneurs to move forward in our success and grow scale and profit faster. Number six is being humble. Always remain humble. Being humble is not only a great quality, but it will also have the people warm to you and make you a better business person and entrepreneur. Unwarranted pride is a common reason for business challenges lasting far longer than they necessarily need to. Don't be stubborn. Remember that what is the right for your business is what should always be at the forefront of your mind. Remember the ambassador, the business is the importance. So some research I came across upon the web uh, with these simple definitions, which I find define the strategy for the traits of being humble in business. Humble leaders make it all about the person they're interacting with. Remember the two ears, one mouth comment. They don't try to dominate the conversation. It's okay to be assertive, but not to be aggressive. Assert being assertive allows both sides to have an opinion. Aggressiveness, is my opinion, is the only one. They're happy to be a fly on the wall. They love to absorb information from other people, and they do that by sitting quietly and listening. They hand out acts of kindness. You see this on the web with lots of uh, some of the Instagram reels, etc., of business people going undercover and handing out kindness. Well, that can be done in your business. That You don't have to be anything fancy, but just catching people doing things right. An occasional thank you and great job goes a long way. 
They keep it together when the proverbial shit hits the fan, as they like to say. Again, they remain composed. They're ridiculously open-minded, listening to new ideas, allowing themselves to be challenged. And as entrepreneurs, that's a skill that we sometimes find hard because the reason that we've become our own boss is that we think we know what we're doing. That's not always the case. And ultimately, their view will change because they've been listening to people, they've been acting as a fly on the wall and various things. Their perspective will change and that helps them remain humble. And they deliberately help others win. The advantage of that there is no I in team is particularly prevalent here. Well, I hope that these six tips will help you develop a strong approach to overcoming adversity in your business. I did want to close out with a little bit about myself and how I think we can help you. As a business mentor, I help clients work in real time using plain speak so that they can make powerful decisions, working together to always look for success and understand how best to help you, the client, scale, grow and profit faster which is why I've launched a new online course that uses all of these strategies that I talk about in our coaching programs, and I'm calling it Let the Numbers Decide, a five pillar program to help all entrepreneurs launch and grow their new business idea and to overcome the fear of failing. I'd love you to visit letthenumbersdecide.com to learn more about the course. Plus to help support the launch and my mission to help as many people become fluent in accounting the language of business, I'm offering both a free ebook, this is an example, and a discovery call which you can access from the website. I hope you'll join me this year in finally taking the plunge and overcoming the Sunday and launch your own successful business and allow us in a small way to be part of that journey. Thank you for your interest in this month's business coaching tip and I look forward to working with you on launching or growing your business in 2022.